Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 18th episode of the Academic Skills Center's Savvy Student Podcast. The Academic Skills Center offers a wide range of student resources, from writing courses and workshops to stats, math, accounting, and SPSS tutoring. Today's podcast is a conversation with doctoral peer mentor Ashley Beverly about her experience as a Walden student and her development of a doctoral identity. We start off being really hesitant I'm in this program because we're trying to find our footing or what approach is best for us. So for me, finding my doctoral identity was one, building up my confidence, two, finding ways to actually think outside of the box and kind of reshape my thought process. My name is Sean Peach. I'm the manager of faculty outreach and student communication for your academic skills center. And I am also your host of the Savvy Student Podcast. So sit back, listen up and get ready for a great show. So, Ashley, thank you for joining me on the 18th episode of the Savvy Student Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you are welcome. And as um, as you may know, or as the listeners may know on the show, we start by going over the bios of our guests. So I'm going to go over your bio as read from the Academic Skills Center website. Um, you are currently pursuing your PhD in social work with a focus in clinical social work at Walden University. You have an associate, this is a big list, you have an associate in social <laughs> and behavioral science, an associate in general studies, a bachelor's in social work, a bachelor's in general studies, and a master's in social work. You are very busy apparently (laughs) (laughs) you live in texas and what i think is nice about the doctoral preventers in the bio they include um advice for new new students and i I condensed yours and your advice for new students is to develop a strong support system among other walden university students which i think the doctoral preventer program fosters quite well yes absolutely Um, It's very important during this experience to have that support. And so, you know, our outside supports is always going to be helpful, but our inside supports are very essential to our growth as doctoral students and scholar practitioners. So there may be experiences that we have when we're doctoral students that even though we love our families, we love our friends, we know that they're going to be there to support us. We know that the students that we're we're start or that we're uh, doing coursework alongside are going to have a better understanding of what we're going through, or they may have had a similar experience, or mm. you know they may have an approach that might be effective that we didn't think about trying. That you know by us developing that support for each other, we're able mm. to see each other successfully complete this program because it's not an easy program to to go through. Yeah. Not at all. Piggybacking on that, is that one of the reasons you became involved as a doctoral pre-mentor? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I saw that they were looking for mentors, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I would have loved when I first started at Walden, I would have loved to have had a mentor because there's so much to take in when you're going through a PhD program. It's starting from, okay, um, what what are going to be the expectations of each of my courses? What you know, what my professors be like in the different teaching styles? And yeah. is that going to be something that will feed to, to what I need as a, a student? If not, what tools do I need to access to be prepared? Um, because at this level, we're kind of seen as the experts. And, you know, that ties into a conversation we had uh, just last week. We had a webinar on Thursday night uh, last week where we, uh, two of other doctoral preventers discussed the idea of developing a doctoral identity. And this to me was something that I wasn't, really familiar with. So it was really cool to 
be able to uh, uh, participate in that and watch that and host that and and just watch the way students interact because boy when they get talking about what that means it, it really they, they have a really fruitful conversation for those of us um, who are listening who might have missed that webinar what does it mean to you to develop a doctoral identity oh my gosh there's there's so much that 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 uh, actually encaptures. But for me, um, to develop a doctoral identity, I, I believe that it's just basically finding that that confidence that that we used to not have. We start off being really hesitant um, in this program because we're trying to find our footing or what approach is best for us. So for me, finding my doctoral identity was one, building up my confidence to finding ways to actually think outside of the box and kind of reshape my thought process because there were things that maybe critically I might not have thought about, you know, going into the program that now I'm starting to think about in a more researcher-based mind. Sure. Um, yeah, and so for me, another thing, creating a, a doctoral identity involves me actually getting out there and being more proactive mm-hmm. in, my, in my particular discipline. So when I say that, I mean... I'm learning through all the university, all the tools to be a successful researcher and maybe to to boost myself into a, a field of academia in the future. Um, but I'm also learning that I need to be participating in my professional um, act organization. So, for instance, for me, I'm a social worker. Yeah. The National Association of Social Work will help me to propel my research or it'll help help me to present my research or even to kind of provide ideas with my other in that particular uh, focus about different things that they could do differently with their with their research. And you know, we've um, at the Academic Skills Center we do, we've discussed uh, in our podcasts and our webinars a topic called imposter syndrome, which is. In, in, I mean, for brevity's sake, uh, it's a, when a person feels like an imposter in their role, or like they're really not there. How do you mentor or coach students who may need help developing that doctoral identity? So a lot of times, so for instance, um, I actually have two two different uh, groups of mentees that I'm working with. And so the newer ones that I'm working with, I find have more of a struggle with finding that identity. Mm-hmm. So for them, it, were, it was things like um, one said, I'm having a really difficult time understanding time management mm. um, and, and how I can apply that. Can you give me examples? And so I sent them kind of like a kind of a, a mock time management schedule that I utilize. It's been helpful for me, hmm. which I got that idea through the Academic Skills Center for Walden, and they have tons of resources for those type of things. Yeah. And so I showed her how I applied that time management uh, schedule to my life and how it's been really helpful for me to complete really wonderful work as a scholar. Um, and then also how it's been able to allow me to show our mentees how to use the same schedule. But have you noticed any uh, stumbling blocks or maybe mental blocks with students who are having difficulty with that identity? Or what have you what have you seen in your role? Yes, I have seen some stumbling blocks. I'll just say some of the mentees that I've worked with, they've said, I, I don't know where to find my footing. I, I don't mm. even know where to start with this. I'm really overwhelmed. And it starts by saying, well, the first positive thing I can tell you, you know, is the affirmation I give them to help them a little bit to start is, well, you made it this far. You wouldn't have been mm. selected for this program if you didn't mm. have the tools and the leadership abilities and the strength as a scholar you would not be in this program if you were not 
you know, worthy of, Hmm. you know, being here. And that's just the honest truth. Not everyone actually, you know, is able to pursue this and, and, and have that longevity without first knowing their worth or knowing Mm. that there are support tools out there, support groups out there, things that'll help you to propel forward. And so for those who have those mental blocks, it starts by first building that confidence and being supportive by sharing that it makes them feel relieved because they realize they're, they're not alone. They're actually, you know, most students are actually going through this just in a different way, Hmm. you know? So it's more of a, I mean, it sounds like what you're doing is, I'll be honest with you, there's a couple things you're doing. You're giving them perspective. And that's, I, I feel like giving them perspective and them saying that that whole you're not alone thing is something I keep hearing from every every doctoral pre-mentor and every tutor is that they're here to let students know that, listen, somebody else is here for you to help you out. We're here for you. And I think that's so cool. Yes, Absolutely. With them feeling like they're not alone, some of the other ways that I encourage them, we have this class cafe. Mm -hmm. It's a way to reach out to other students, not necessarily that are just in our program, but also other students that are in our actual doctoral, maybe focus or discipline. Um, And it's our way to kind of bounce ideas off of them as well. And so I encourage them to look sometimes even just in their main classes that they're in, like if it's too overwhelming for you to network on the outside, starting look in that class cafe and and find someone that maybe you have common ground with or maybe just the group that's in there and talk to them and you know kind of bounce some ideas around and look at different techniques that are strengths that maybe you like that they're trying and apply that to your experience is what i encourage my mentees a lot of times to do and if that's not one that's going to be a good fit for you then you know contact your mentor your me you know or anyone else and we're happy to help you with Uh, bouncing those ideas around and finding what's going to be helpful for you to feel like you're not you know feeling overwhelmed or not like you're not being an imposter those are the ways that we definitely encourage them and let them know no you're definitely not alone wonderful well thank you very much for joining us today Ashley this has been absolutely a wonderful discussion well thank you so much for having me and um, I'm always happy to help work here Oh, wonderful. Thank you. And I will encourage listeners who are in their first few terms as a doctoral student in Walden University to check out the Doctoral Peer Mentor Program. It is a wonderful program, as you've just heard. Thank you, Ashley. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye. I want to thank my guest, Ashley Beverly, for speaking with us. Be sure to check out the show notes on our blog to find out more about our discussion. For more information about our doctoral peer mentor program, be sure to visit the Academic Skills Center website at academicskills.waldenu.edu. You must be a doctoral student in your first or second term to participate in the program. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to our Savvy Student Newsletter, join a webinar, and read our blog. There are so many ways to be in the know here at the ASC. So until next time, Walden students, Stay savvy.